you paying attention to the signs, symbols, and metaphors that the universe sends you? Do you often miss them because they're so subtle and simple? Well, sometimes they are and sometimes they aren't and the universe will smack us right in the face and we can no longer deny it. So let's get ready to listen to and discuss signs, symbols, and metaphors. Oh, hello, darlings. You're listening to Embody Transformation. Come back home to your soul. I'm your host, Johanna Bradford, and we've got some great nuggets and awesome sauce wisdom for y'all. So let's get started. Let me give you an example of something that happened to me recently. If you don't know, I have been in Nashville for a year. A year ago, this time, I had sold my house in Portland, Oregon, donated or sold all my belongings and had two suitcases to my name, flew to Costa Rica for a week, did ayahuasca at the Rhythmia Resort, flipped a coin, and landed in Nashville. Now, my time is up here. It's been over a year. And my lease is up in a couple weeks. So I am, during the middle of the holidays again, (laughs) I am packing and sorting and getting ready to move. This time, I have a vehicle and... Everything I can fit in the vehicle is all I'm taking with me. I am clean slate starting again. Maybe not with the resources I had, (laughs) but I have wonderfully made room for everything. See, what I mean by that is we in the 3D, when we are moving and cleaning and purging, what we're doing is we are literally creating space and purging out Not just the old items, but the emotional attachment and the memories and the energy that is ingrained and attached to each of those items. And it could be something physical like a house. It could be the contents within the house. It could be clothing, anything that has a memory attached to it, which is pretty much everything. It could even be landscaping your home. The point is... Everything has that energetic vibration to it. And when we shift and change it in the 3D, it's actually shifting and changing in 5D and above in the quantum. And what's beautiful about that is the more we make room for things in our life, the quicker we're able to manifest the newness or the things that we do truly want. That is the signal we send to the universe, letting the universe know that we're ready for what's coming our way. The more we resist and hang on and clutter, the longer it takes for our manifestation to come to fruition. So while I'm in the midst of all this transition, I've made the choice to not really celebrate the holidays in a traditional sense with decorating and whatnot, because it's just more stuff I'm going to have to either purge or try to take with me. And it doesn't make sense right now. In the meantime, I can listen to Christmas music and watch Christmas movies and make some holiday food if I like, or go to places that are festive to get me in the mood. There's always a different option. So in the midst of packing and getting ready to donate a large load to a local charity, I'm in the kitchen living area, and all of a sudden I hear this weird gurgling water sound, which is never good when there is pipes and plumbing involved. Well, come to find out it was the toilet. 
in the bathroom. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. I look in there, if I put up the lid, and all of a sudden there's like this stuff coming up from the plumbing in the toilet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, now I can't use it. So I'm paying an exorbitant amount in rent that includes maintenance. So I submit a ticket for maintenance to come. But they're in the midst of doing all this preparation uh, with this major storm we have coming in in the next two days, actually starting tomorrow, um, from this abnormal cold front. Like it's supposed to get down to like one degrees and then snow, which is unheard of for this area. Anyway, they're doing that and they're doing like fire drills and whatnot to um, prepare all the pipes. And I'm like, oh, well, I wait. And no one comes and I wait and no one comes and it's the end of the day. And I'm frustrated because I don't want to have to keep peeing in the tub and rinsing it out. I mean, should be able to use my toilet. So the next day I'm frustrated and I wait until 10 a.m. and nobody comes. So I finally just go to a local store and I finally found one that carried a plunger and some of their supplies. And I went and I purchased them and I come back and I actually fixed the toilet myself. I don't know what the hell was going on, but there was something that was backing up that particular pipe. I cleared it and I also cleared it in the kitchen sink with vinegar and baking soda. But as far as the toilet goes, that I, who knows? What's interesting about that is sometimes you literally have to face the shit. You can't just wait for someone to come and save you. You can't wait for something to happen. You have to take action. And while it feels good to take care of ourselves, it's important to know that even though we put the best intentions, if I just waited, I would be waiting a lot longer than if I just took action and immediately did it. The old me would have just gone and been like, fuck it, I'm going to the hardware store and going to get things now and taking care of it. But I thought, well, you know what? I'm paying for this maintenance. I'm paying for all this stuff. They should be here and they should fix it right away. I don't understand why there's a 72-hour time frame when they have to fix the toilet. Unless like the floor is leaking or something, then it's 24 hours, which is still in my opinion, way too long. Now, this building is large. There are 500 units in it. I get that. But majority of the people are gone because it's Christmas. So I have a certain level of expectation. My first mistake. (laughs) My second mistake was just waiting. And I wouldn't even say, let me take that back. They're not even mistakes. Those are the lessons that I have. So I literally had to face the shit and I literally had to take action to make room for the solution and the result. And I can get it done myself. But it was so beautiful for that simple little thing that I normally probably wouldn't have paid much attention to and it would have been just a simple annoyance. But I did pay attention. I was aware and I saw the beauty of the metaphor right away. So it's not just about facing things and taking action and doing it yourself, but it's also about the expectations and knowing that, well, if we do set the precedent of I'm expecting that these individuals that I'm paying an amount to are going to take care of it, then there's a ticket that I have a numbering sequence that I have to wait and adhere to. 
that can be also applied to your manifestation in a way. And what I mean by that is this. If you have an expectation and you set it and you have that intention implied for the manifestation, you kind of set it and forget it. And then you just let it happen. But your intention and your belief in it is so strong that it's just inevitable because that is the law of attraction. That is the law of assumption. And that is the law of awareness. It has to come. Your job is to either match the vibration and the receptivity of it not overanalyze, not hold on strongly to the outcome of like, it has to be this way. And it has to be like my holding on to it had to be done within like 12 to 24 hours at a maximum. And it had to be done right away. That was my expectation it was all this stuff that doesn't leave room for the creativity of when it could be serendipitously happening. So I actually got into one set of a delay by holding on to the outcome. And there was like this need versus the want. But on the other hand, I get to exercise free will. And by exercising free will, I was able to attract the outcome faster. In fact, it was even better because I did it myself. But I was still letting the universe help me. I just was a little more attached to the outcome than probably needed be. Now, I would like to recognize that maybe if I would have relaxed a little bit, they would have come sooner. I don't know the outcome other than what was there. But I love the idea of having to face it no matter what. We can't lie to ourselves about our manifestations and when they come. Because we have conflicting information. You have to raise your vibration. We get that. You have to desire it versus want it. Because the desire is just innate. The want is more of a scarcity and a need. And if you need it, it won't come. If you want it, it's iffy. If you desire it and it's every fiber of your being, it's inevitable. The second thing is some level of action needs to be taken. Let's say you want to win the lottery. That action, you desire to win the lottery. And it's for a very specific reason, simply because you want it, or because you want to give it to charity, or because you want to take care of X, Y, and Z family. Well, the desire is there. But check in with yourself if it's from a place of desire and really just simply because I deserve it. And then you have to do the work on your relationship with money and do the meditations and do the absolute, the the affirmations and the subliminal listenings at night as you go to bed, those hypnoses. And then you would have to decide how much you want and the time frame, maybe not the exact date, but the time frame when it's desired, then you need to be specific about, are you going to go with quick pick? Or are you going to go with numbers that you pick and choose every single purchase? 
Are you going to go with QuickPick or are you going to have your set numbers? The next step is actually determining how often you would pick the numbers. Once a week, three times a week, once a month, and so on. Do you see the sequences that need to happen? Those are the actions that you take. They might not be big actions. They might not seem that big to you, but they're huge. And I think it's really silly for us to say it can be something so simple. It can be something so small. And it doesn't have to be big. It's little. All actions are big. All items are a big deal in in certain capacity of how important they are. When things seem insignificant, they never are. And it's this quote-unquote small things that we reflect back upon later and realize how much that was important and how significant it was in hindsight. So please don't diminish the steps, the theories, the nuances, the behaviors. They're all important. So what are you willing to do That was just one example as far as the manifestation of winning the lottery. But for in my case, I have no idea where I'm going. I've looked at various states. I've looked at various cities that I at one time had an interest in and nothing draws me in. I did, however, have a dream. And this dream I've had maybe three times since December of last year. And I'm standing in this really posh, beautiful house, multi-million dollar house. And it's this kitchen with quartz counters and this 10-foot island and it's vaulted ceilings and there's so much light because it's all big picture windows. And I'm standing next to the island looking straight out ahead of me and there's open uh, concept living. So it's like a living dining area, very big. And out through the windows is red rock and beautiful green trees. And the only two areas that I know that have red rock are in Arizona and Utah. I know there's some in California. I mean, excuse me, Colorado. So I start looking in the, I'm not going back to California. I have no interest in Colorado, so that leaves two states. Start looking in Utah, not really an interest, but I do have loved ones there. And then I start looking in Arizona. And I found the house with that exact view. It's gorgeous. It's high end. It's a multi-million dollar house that has million dollar views. It's everything that I could want. Just needs a pool. (laughs) But that house... That one specific view is exactly what I've dreamt about three different times. I have no idea how I'm going to get the house. I have no idea when, but I know I will. So I'm going to let the universe surprise me and show me each day how wonderful it can be. My job, my action is to desire that I seek it and I say it. I desire that house. Here's the address. That's the house. And now my job is to get from here in Nashville all the way to that house in Arizona. And I have to take steps to get there. So the first thing is to find some kind of furnished 
apartment or dwelling of some sort where I can sit and hang out for a week, a month, whatever, check out the different neighborhoods, keep my eye on that house, and then watch for the miracles. Start networking, meeting people. Once I get there, while I have nothing planned and I have all the unknown in front of me, everything and anything is possible. It's quite interesting to be in this position again. And while I have no ill will or no misgivings about living in Tennessee for a year, I am grateful. I did a lot this year, not just sightseeing, touristy things, non-touristy things. I got to fulfill a promise to my dad that I made when I was 15 years old, which is like 30 some years ago, which is crazy. And I got to keep a promise to myself on a different level about something else. And I did so much emotional, spiritual, and mental growth, like tremendous growth. I also closed out a chapter of my life, getting my record vacated. So any day now, I will be hearing about that. And that is a clean slate. That is the quantum leap that's going to shift everything for me. Because when I leave here, when I leave the state, I am the new next best version of me. I'm the version of me that I have sought to be my entire life. And that is exciting. And that is what I'm taking into 2023. 2023 will be the best year of my life thus far. And it will get better and better. And I'm so excited to see where I go. I'm so excited to see what will happen with my business, what will happen in my love life, what will happen in my friendship life, and what will happen in my financial status and what will happen with that house. Now, here's the thing. It's that house or something better. Because now the universe knows the standard, my minimum energetic standard of what I expect in the next house that I purchase. It has to be that minimum or higher. And I'm okay with that. But if you think about your manifestations, if you think about what's going on in your life and everything that you have is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. So if you're feeling pretty shitty about yourself, then you're going to be surrounded with people who take advantage of or aren't very nice or maybe not treating you the way you need to be treated because you're going to be people pleasing. You're going to be bending over backwards. Maybe it's not family. Maybe it's friends. Maybe it's your loved one, your spouse. Maybe it's work. It's also going to be indicative of the car you drive, the clothes you wear, if you exercise or how hard you exercise. Are you eating well? Are you sleeping well? Are you drinking? Are you taking any kind of intoxicants? All of that is a direct reflection of how you feel about yourself. And that has never hit home or had me believe it more in my life than this past year. Because when you move to a new place, it's a clean slate, but there you are with all your stuff. And your stuff, it's got to be dealt with one way or another. And this is how we quantum leap. The work is the hardest part, and the hardest part is facing your shit. 
Which brings me full circle back to the original conversation we opened with. When you face your shit and you take some action, and sometimes that's sitting with your emotions as unpleasant as they may be, as deep as they may be, as uncomfortable as they may be, they're there for a reason and they deserve love and they deserve compassion and they deserve respect and to be honored because that is how we heal them and that is how we let it go and that is how we move on. And the simplest thing you can do is put your hand on your heart, sit quietly, take five deep breaths in through the nose, feel those lungs as high and expanded as you possibly can, hold it at the top and then release through the nose. And when you're done with those five breaths and you still have your hand on your heart, you say this, I am sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. And believe me, that is so powerful. My favorite place to do that Ho'oponopono is in the bath with crystals and salt and water and oils and candles and just hanging out in the bath because I'm drying out the toxins of any residue, anything that's been released, but I'm also nurturing myself and salt water is deeply transformative and healing. It's the best conduit besides earthing. That's why you feel so good when you go to the beach. Yeah, all that salt water, ooh, all those negative ions. Mm-hmm, love it. But putting your hand on your heart and speaking to yourself with some compassion and love is life-changing. Perhaps you weren't shown that at one point in your life. You already know what that's fucking like. What's it going to be like to treat yourself with some goddamn compassion? To treat yourself with some love and tenderness and kindness. The kind that you craved and struggled with, but never got from anyone else. Guess what, babe? The only one who can give it to you is you. And it starts with you. Because if you start treating yourself with love and compassion and respect, ooh, child, mm-mm. Everyone else is going to treat you that way too, because that's who you're going to attract. Your vibration is going to be high and beautiful and bold and light. And that's what everyone else is going to see. And they're going to be attracted to that. And those are the ones who are going to treat you just like that. It's that powerful. It's that transformative. I kid you not. I promise you it works. And it's that beautiful. And it's life-changing. So 2023 is here. It's a matter of days. We have literally 10 days left in this year. So how are you going to live your life? How are you going to set your intentions for 2023? Because today, December 21st, which you're probably going to listen to this on the 22nd, A, it's the longest night of the year, shortest day, but it's the most transformative. It's the solstice. So write your list and let it go. Burn it. And write another list what you want to call in, what you're committed to, and what you'll take action on, and face your shit. And that's it, my darlings. Have a wonderful, happy holiday. Merry Christmas. And I'll see you in the new year.
If you love today's episode or other episodes, like, share, download, take me with you, and keep listening, my darlings. If you want to know more, check out the link to work with me or check out one of my offerings, and I will see you next time. I'm your host, Johanna Radford, and you're listening to Body Transformation. Come back home to your soul.